In a world that tells us that we outgrow picture books, one author seeks to tell a different story. Picture books are for grown-ups too. Hello friends, welcome to Picture Books Are For Grown-Ups Too, the podcast where we believe you're never too old for a great picture book. And we also believe that these tiny tales can lead to big connection. I'm your host, Patrice Scopo, and I write lyrical stories that celebrate joy, expand understanding, and foster compassion. I'm the author of the essay collection, All the Colors We Will See. My debut picture book, All the Places We Call Home, is based on one of the essays in my collection. Thanks for joining in today's conversation. I'm delighted to have you here. Hello, 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 picture book pals. I am just delighted to have Gloria Amesqua on the show today. We'll be talking about her book, Child of the Flower Song People, Luce Jimenez, Daughter of the Nawa, illustrated by Duncan Tanatiu. Gloria is an author, poet, and educator. Her first picture book biography, Child of the Flower Song People, was awarded a Pura Belpre author honor. It was also a co-winner of the Americas Award and ILA Alma Flor Ada winner. It was a Junior Library Guild Gold Selection, ALA Notable Books, and various Best of Nonfiction Informative Lists 2021-2022, in addition to being an SCBWI Golden Kite finalist. Gloria, welcome to Picture Books Are For Grownups Too. I am so happy that you're on the show today. I'm very happy to be here with you, Patrice. Really, thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. I am just delighted that you said yes to this conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, Gloria, to get us started, I am curious if we could just talk a little bit about your views of picture books. You know that we often associate picture books with young children, but here at Picture Books Are For Grownups Too, I believe that you're never too old for a great picture book. And you don't need to be a child or have a child or work with children in order to read and enjoy a picture book. So could you share why you believe grownups can benefit from reading picture books too? First of all, let me just mention this. When I was teaching high school English, I used picture books and I used them to introduce themes and uh, topics so that students could better relate to what we were going to uh, study. And they Mm. loved it. They loved being read to. Let me just say that, too. Oh, that's fun. I I gathered them in chairs around me or they could sit on the floor and they were just they loved it. So we're never too old to be read to either, much less never too old for picture books. But the other reasons I think that picture books are just so wonderful is that they connect us to all those different experiences that we had, not just as children, but that we have as adults, Mm. Uh, whether they are feelings of, of joy or happiness, our sadness and loneliness and being afraid to try things. I mean, mm. there's so many different emotions yes. that are with us all our lives. Yes. And the art and the combination of the art and the text is something that is just incredible because 
they build on each other. Uh, usually the artist and the the author do not talk. Sometimes right. it happens, but usually they don't. So that the illustrator brings his or her own uh, vision and layer of meaning to that. So you're getting art and the story. Yes. And they are just a beautiful mixture and you can't really get that anywhere else. That's so true. That anywhere. I mean, you see art, but you don't have the words that go with it. Or, you know, you read a story, but it doesn't have the, the, the emotions and the layers that the art bring to it. The other thing is I've learned so much from picture books. Mm. I've, I've, I'm writing a nonfiction uh, biographies, but I also write other types of books, but I've read a lot of nonfiction biographies. Yes. And I have learned about so many things that I wouldn't have necessarily explored. So the, the stories, the history, but told in a way that you can grasp it in one sitting. Actually, though, I don't just read a picture book once. I read it several times because you get different levels. Absolutely. That there's layers that are present. There are right? layers that are there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I I love picture books and I, I think adults should read them. I yes. Think. Oh, yes to everything that you said. <laughs> I think the elements that you point out are just wonderful. That reality of these picture books, they mention experiences that we feel across humanity, not just as children. So I think that's just such an important thing that you pointed out there. I loved what you shared about the reality of the text and the illustrations and how they work together, these gorgeous illustrations paired with beautiful text. And I think your book is such a strong example of that because the writing is, I mean, you, I said in your bio, you are a poet and you can hear that coming through in the language. And then as you look at these illustrations together, it does feel like you are truly holding a piece of art um, that is in your hand. And I think this is the perfect time for us to focus in on your particular book, Child of the Flower Song People, Luz Jimenez, Daughter of the Nawa. So I'm gonna share a little bit about the book for people who aren't aware. As a young Nawa girl in Mexico during the early 1900s, Luz learned how to grind corn in a matate, to twist yarn with her toes, and to weave on a loom. By the fire at night, she listened to stories of her community's joys, suffering, and survival, and wove them into her heart. But when the Mexican Revolution came to her village, Luz and her family were forced to flee and start a new life. In Mexico City, Luce became a model for painters, sculptors, and photographers. These artists were interested in showing the true face of Mexico and not a European version. Through her work, Luce found a way to preserve her people's culture by sharing her native language, stories, and traditions. Soon, scholars came to learn from her. This moving, beautifully illustrated biography tells the remarkable story of how model and teacher Luz Jimenez became the soul of Mexico, a living link between the indigenous Nahua and the rest of the world. Through her deep pride in her roots and her unshakable spirit, the world came to recognize the beauty and strength of her people. 
Gloria, I just love this description and I reread this book this morning and it is such a powerful story. I wonder if you could share a little bit about the origins of this book. What drove you to tell this story? I happened upon, sometimes things just happen and I, I, I was at the University of Texas in Austin where I live. And I was visiting the Ransom Center and there were some pamphlets on a counter and I looked at them and I there was a pamphlet about a symposium that had happened at some time previously. I'm sorry I missed that, but I didn't know anything about her until I read that little pamphlet and I thought, oh my gosh, this incredible woman, mm. I had to write about her. Now, this is before I was writing children's books. Okay. I, was, I was there for a poetry week-long workshop, but I just kept that. I, I put it in a file for ideas. And um, later when I decided to write children's books, mm -hmm. and um, because of my granddaughters, I decided I wanted to try to write some and took some courses at the writing barn. One of the assignments was to pick um, different types to write three out of five and I knew immediately that I wanted to write about Lucy Menace for a mm. so that's where I started my research for her yes but I I just really had a personal connection mm -hmm. to her life that's why I kept it yes she and the indigenous people that in Mexico and Every in the U.S., everywhere around the globe, indigenous people have been put down and tried to have their culture and race, basically. Mm, mm. And I felt that connection with her and feeling like when I was growing up, that Spanish speaking Spanish was frowned upon. Society did not want us to speak Spanish, that kids were punished in school if they spoke mm. Spanish. They were shame mm. for it. And my parents decided when I came along not to speak to us in Spanish. So I feel like I lost not only that mm. language and culture until I decided to regain some of that as I yes. was older. And I was so proud of this woman who kept that pride yes. in her culture and her language and did not lose it. So that yes. was why I really felt like I have to tell her story. Mm. And also the fact that I never had thought about the models and pain mm. and lives. And yes. here was this woman who had been sculpted and painted yes. and you know, photographed. And yes, we didn't know anything about her. So, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, I, I really appreciate you sharing uh, the origins of it, how the story in many ways found you even before you were writing picture books. I think right. that is really powerful about this idea of stories often finding us and just that sense of wonder and curiosity it raised about who is this person behind all of this art that is out there and then using the power of words to share that story. So I appreciate hearing the background there. Well, you've already started to talk a little bit about some of the emotions and experiences in your book that you believe could connect with adult readers, but would you expand a bit more on that? What do you think are some of those emotions and experiences in this book that you believe will connect with adult readers? 
Well, Liz had many struggles in her life. One, she faced uh, the the government basically trying to change the indigenous people. They did decide to educate them, but they decided, to, which hadn't happened before, they had uh, decided to educate them and they had to change the way they dressed mm. they, to what considered more modern clothing as was mm. in the cities and so on and also the language and, and she became fluent in both she was fluent in Nahua but but she became fluent in Spanish and actually she learned some French because she took wow. care of Jean Charlot an artist, his children, and he, he was mm-hmm. French and Mexican, and she learned some French and began to learn some English. So, mm. uh, you know, there was the she was also a very curious person. But the emotional co- connections that people can relate to, I think, is the affirmation of the life and the experience that they've had, mm. and also the struggle. Mm. Everybody goes through struggles and Luz yes. went through so many struggles. Her village was destroyed. Her father was killed in the Mexican Revolution. So she and her mother and sisters had to go to the big city. And it was very different from their little village. Yes. And figure out a way to help the family survive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and she overcame that. And she used who she was to do that, which is yes. so important, who she was in the representation yes. of the art and also in her knowledge of the traditions and the stories yes. of her people and so on that were recorded so that they could live on for future generations. I've had some people come to me and say, I totally get what she went through with that shaming of what mm. who she was which is mm. what they were doing yes uh, and yes. making that connection that I did to you know growing up in Texas mm-hmm. in the time that I did and so that's part of it but it's really universal feelings of of pride yes. of of a connection to your culture and everybody has a culture. Let me just say that a lot of people mm-hmm. think, Oh, I don't have a culture. Yes, you do. Yes. The yes. traditions, the stories, the food, the music that come from others in your ancestry and your family. I mean, yes. it expands yes. with, you know, the new generations, but everyone has a culture and mm-hmm. I hope it helps people appreciate uh, yes. where they came from and who they are and being proud of that. Yes. We really want kids to be proud of that. But I think adults yes. also feel, okay, yeah, I can be proud of my mm-hmm. origins and so on. Mm-hmm. I can be proud of who I am and what yes. I have to give to the world. Yes. So I just think that there's a lot, uh, you know, being, mm-hmm. being connected to uh, the cultures that we have. Mm, yes, I thank you so much for those words. I really appreciate what you said here. And I think there's something just very within all of us that desires to be affirmed for who we are, to have that sense of pride about um, our experiences, our life, our culture, all of those things. So I think that really this book really gives us pause to stop and think, yes, this is a celebration of this 
woman's story and her culture and her people, but also how do we think about our own stories and culture and people. So thank you for highlighting those things. I think those are really great thoughts. Well, Gloria, I am going to just switch gears a little bit here. And I would love for us to talk about the ways in which picture books can help encourage human thriving. So I believe very strongly in the in creating spaces that encourage human thriving. And I think picture books can be a very unique gateway into that work. I believe that picture books can help us celebrate the beauty of our stories and picture books can also help us connect with one another. So related to your book, I'm wondering if you have an activity or question grownups can engage with or ask themselves to help them more deeply connect with their own story. Well, one of the ways is if you still have older generations that are yes. living, please ask them for their stories. Yes. What, the, yes. what their memories are growing up and what the things were like. Uh, sometimes they don't talk about it much unless you ask. And I did ask my parents. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't have grandparents that were alive, basically, when I was old enough to be thinking about it getting those stories and knowing, really getting to know who they are in a way that you might not as a child, mm -hmm. but if you have grandparents, definitely, or aunts or yes. uncles, definitely, you know, ask those questions and record them, write mm -hmm. them down, because mm -hmm. I know that my memory gets kind of mm -hmm. weak after a while, and I don't know all the details, but I, I have written all of those down. And another thing that I, I've done, and I don't know if everyone would like to do this, but it really is fascinating to me to research at my ancestry hmm. and to just kind of know where you came from yes. and the DNA too. I mean, yes. I have African-American. Mm. My name is Bosque. Musque is a boss name mm -hmm. that went to Mexico and then, you know, spread from there. But wow. just so much that you can learn from those yes. things if if that is something you want to do i mean i don't think everybody will but it's an incredible mm -hmm. way of learning about where you came from because yes. we are who we are because of all the people that came before so yes. you know and, and and that also is amazing it's a miracle you know we're mm -hmm. each individual miracles that we are here Ooh, because yes. think of all of the things that might have happened for you mm, not to be here. It's just mm, a miracle. Yes, absolutely. I I just celebrate that statement and I really value that you mentioned it. Well, similarly to my earlier question about an activity grown-ups can engage with or a question people can ask themselves to connect with their own story. I wonder if you have an activity or question based on this book that can help grown-ups more deeply connect with other grown-ups. Well, here's a radical thought. Why can't there be book clubs that include picture books? Yes, I love it. They're much shorter. You don't have to read a tome to be it's able true. to discuss it. Because like in this one, uh, you can discuss conquest, indigenous yes. uh, people, colorism, which yes. still exists. I mean, discrimination. Yes. And reparation and yes. you know, everything that we can understand to honor other cultures yes and understand their humanity it just 
they're just like us and feelings. I mean, everybody is connected. Mm-hmm. We're human beings. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is a, a very worthy thing for a book club. Yes. And I think you've mentioned that before. So I think it's a wonderful idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you. I think it's a great, and I love just even the topics you bring up related to your own book here that I think, yes, what a wonderful um, I was not so much that the topics are wonderful, but just the idea that we could discuss these very deep and important topics together based right. on reading this book, that someone could show up at book club not having read the book and take a few minutes and read it right there and still engage with the discussion. Right. Instead of hurrying to finish a, you know, a novel that is mm-hmm. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds. I mean, I love novels. I do too. Say. I do too. We're not knocking novels. No, we're not knocking novels <laughs> at all. No. <laughs> but, but that's one. And here's another one if, if, if someone is really wanting to uh, engage. And that is, uh, you know, you could meet with a, your friends or, or you could do this separately and each person do it separately. You could write a little poem about who you are. Oh, and my, yes. I have teacher guides. I have several teacher guides. And one of the activities that Dr. Sharon O'Neill, a friend of mine did for uh, one of them is to think about your own background and write a little poem. She has two examples, a student example and then her own example. Mm. And it, it could start with this. Who do you see when you look at me? Mm. Do you mm. see? And then finish that with the different layers of yes. who you are, you know? That's so, beautiful. I love that. I'm getting kind of chills even as I'm thinking about that, writing that poem and then sharing right. it with others. And sharing it with others, you know? Yes. Or a little essay, but I love poetry. So, you know, I'm with a poem myself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, poems, I, I love poems too. I, I tend to write essays more, but I think there's beautiful space for poetry and I love this activity. So yeah. thank you yeah. so much uh, for both of those activities. I think they're great ideas and I hope uh, listeners out there will consider taking part <laughs> in something like that. Well, Gloria, thank you so much for everything that you've shared here today. Everyone, the book is Child of the Flower Song People, and I encourage everyone to go out and get themselves a copy of this beautifully illustrated and beautifully written book. Gloria, I wonder if you have any upcoming projects that you'd like to share or any final thoughts that you'd like to mention about something we may have missed? Well, I do have a contract on another picture book biography with Abrams, my publisher. Yay, congratulations. Thank you. I'm in the midst of revising, which is uh, always a big thing to do. And I have another one that has had interest by publisher and I'm waiting to get there a different publisher. It's a fictional book, a bedtime story. Oh, lovely. And yeah, so I don't just write picture book biographies. Mm -hmm. So I'm waiting to get revisions on that. You know, the main thing I want to leave everyone with is buy books that are outside your culture. Mm. I read books about Asian Americans. I read books about from India or Pakistan Mm. or Mm. from those countries. And I read books about Mm African-Americans. So, And they all share something 
that either I didn't know mm-hmm. or that introducing me to another culture in a way that I didn't know very much about yes or their history or events so that's my suggestion for people <laughs> yes well I think it's a wonderful suggestion and it reminds me of what you said towards the beginning when you were sharing why you believe grown-ups should read picture books as well is just that reality of we can connect to stories that we don't necessarily know as well or experiences that we can connect to something that's different from ourselves. So thank you so much for just highlighting that (laughs) again. Well, Gloria, thank you for being a guest today on Picture Books Are For Grownups Too. Thank you for sharing with us how your tiny tale can lead to big connection. Can you please just let listeners know where they can go to learn more about you and your work? My website is just my name, Gloria Amesqua, uh, com, And I'm on uh, Instagram and Facebook as Gloria Amesqua Writer and uh, Twitter as Gloria Amesqua. All right. Well, we will put all of this in the show notes. Thank you again. I appreciate you being on the show. Oh, I'm so glad to have been able to talk with you, Patrice. It's been fun. Thanks a lot. Please subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you loved what you heard, please leave a review. Reviews really help others find the show. If you'd like to receive email updates about new episodes, please go to patricegopo.com and subscribe to my newsletter. And remember, the world may tell us that we outgrow picture books, but we have the power to tell a different story. Until next time, Keep reading picture books because picture books are for grown-ups too.